Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. Glenn Beebe was proud of his newly painted Concord stagecoach. Proud of its sturdy construction, gleaming brass fittings, and a team of six perfectly matched horses that responded to his every command. Easy there, boys. Take it easy. But an opportunity to talk about it adds considerably to a man's pride in any possession, especially if he is talking to a girl as pretty and attractive as Alice Adams. Well, Alice, how do you like it? You notice how easy it rides even up here in the boot? It's wonderful, Glenn, just wonderful. <laughs> just like a baby buggy. And we're making mighty good time, too. Left Longview less than an hour ago. And there's half point down the bottom of this hill. I can hardly believe it. Why, yesterday, when I was riding with Bob Jessup, it took only an hour and a half to... Bob Jessup? Well, naturally you wouldn't make any time in that rattle trap he drives. It's a Concord, and just as new as this one. Well, yeah, but look who's driving it. Why, Jessup handles a team like an old woman. He's got no more business with a stagecoach than I have with Glenn. a... Glenn. And besides that, he's trying to steal my girl. 
Are you by any chance referring to me, Mr. Beebe? You know I am. I've got a better coach, a better team, I'm a better driver. And I'll make a better husband than Bob Jessup ever Why, thought Why, Glenn, of. are you proposing? Sure I am. Isn't the top of a stagecoach and going at full speed rather an odd place? That's the but... first time in six months I've seen you alone. And what's more, I'm going to see a lot more of you. Tonight. What the... Steady, boy, steady. Oh. What's wrong? I'm not sure, but I think we just lost the left hind wheel. You mean one of the wheels has actually come yeah, off? Yeah, she's sort of riding that way. Yep. Come on, boys. But, but if there are only three wheels, how it's can... It's a lucky thing the coach is empty. If I'd have been carrying a load, we'd have turned over shore. I, I don't understand what's keeping us from turning over now. Speed. As long as I can keep rolling at this clip, we're all right. But what'll happen when we stop? Nothing. If I can pull in close enough to that gravel bank this side of half point, if I can drag the axle on that, it'll keep us right side up. Oh, Glenn, do you think... Hang on, Alice, and don't worry. We'll come out of this all right. We've got to. Come on, boys. Get up. Get on there. Come on. Lone Ranger and Toto were pulling their horses to a halt on a sandy trail at the bottom of a deep ravine. Oh, who's over there? Come on, sir. I'll Watch out, Toto. Run over to the left. Quick. No, me not. Get him up, scout. Oh, Silver. Kimasabi, what's that? Evidently a runaway wagon wheel. Steady, Silver. <laughs> Must have rolled off the main trail up above us. Ah. I heard it coming. I didn't know exactly what it... Yes, it's off a stagecoach. This is a standard rear wheel from a Concord coach. Ah. If wheel come off coach, plenty strange we not hear crash. Maybe the stage didn't turn over. That would depend on how heavily it was loaded, how fast it was traveling. Ah. The coach with only three wheels is in pretty bad shape. Isn't there a stage way station somewhere near here, Toto? Ah. If little place, half point... It's not far. Good. We'll make a drag with some pine branches, slice this wheel onto it, and head for half point. I imagine some stage driver will be mighty glad to see us. Ah. In the meantime, a heavy-jowled, hard-featured man walked from the front doorway of Half Point Way Station and looked anxiously toward the two stage trails that met at that point. In many ways, Kennison Smith was no different from other West End station keepers. He was congenial, friendly, and a good host. He had many acquaintances, but few close friends. Consequently, young Bob Jessup, the driver of another new and shiny Concord coach, was mildly surprised at the warmth of Smith's greeting when he drove up to the station a few moments later. Bob Jessup! I wasn't quite sure it was you. Well, hi, Mr. Smith. Those concords you and young BB drive look so much alike, I can't tell. Yeah, well, Glenn's not here yet, is he? I knew I'd beat him. Wonder when that stubborn glute's going to give up and quit. Why, he can't compete with me now or any other time. That's exactly what he says about you. Why, that look. Come on inside, Jessup. Have a drink on the house. Oh, sure. Sure, well. <sighs> Yeah. Pour your own. Uh, thanks, Mr. Smith. You know, Jessup, a uh, lot of people around here, up in Longview and even down in Mesquite, can't figure this stagecoach feud between you and Glenn Beebe. Well, why not? There's nothing very mysterious about it. Uh, here's how. And you. 
We're both after the government mail contract is being awarded tomorrow. Uh, seems like I heard something about it. You mean carry the mail between Mesquite and Longview? Yeah. Eh, uh, what's the matter with the old gent who's carrying it now? You mean Utah? Yeah, Utah, I guess that is his name. Well, the government's taking the contract away from him. Today's his last day. Hmm. Wonder why. That's not hard to figure. The regulations say whoever carries the United States mail has got to be of good character. Sober, industrious, and reliable. Utah's been in too many shooting scrapes. And too many bags of mail turn up missing from time to time. So you think either you or young B.B. will get the contract, is that it? Oh, I'll get it. Glenn B.B. doesn't know any more about tooling the Concord than I do about... Somebody pull it up outside. I wonder... Come on now. Well, I'll be it's B.B. Well, look how he's driving. He can't even rein up in front of the station. He's heading straight for that gravel oh. boat. Yeah, he almost took off the whole side of his coach. That's not the worst job of driving up. A... Wish that government man was here now. See this local hombre. He calls himself a stage driver. We're safe. We're safe. Yeah, with three wheels and a lot of luck. I wish I knew. Well, Alice, didn't expect to see you riding with a hairbrained critter like Glenn Beebe. What's the matter, Beebe? Can't you stop in front of the station? Uh, hello, Mrs. Smith. I had a little accident. Here, Alice. I'll help you down. Thank you, Glenn. I... Oh, hello, Bob. I'm glad to see you. If you wanted to go to Mosquito, why didn't you ride my stage, Alice? Because you'd already pulled out of Longview before I decided to leave. I... I think I'll go inside the station, Glenn, and rest a while. Sure, Alice. I'll be in a minute. I'll go with you. A girl as smart as you, Alice... You have more sense than trying to ride oh, a car like him. I suppose all of your stage passengers are sensible. You uh, say you had an accident, B.B.? Yeah. Lost a wheel about a mile back. Yeah, Look. What kept you from turning over? Speed and luck. I still can't figure out how... Wait a minute. What's it? Look. A broken counterpin in this axle. That's the reason the wheel came off. Yep, sure looks that way. But, but look, Mr. Smith. This pin didn't just break, it had been filed down. Almost all the way through. Hey, let me see it. Yeah. I believe you're right, B.B. Somebody's been fooling with your coach on purpose. Fooling? Trying to kill me, you mean? Or at least wreck my coat so that... <sighs> yeah, there's only one skunk in the world who'd want to do it. Yeah. And he just walked away from here. A double-crossing hyena named Bob Jessup. Did he have a chance? Sure he did. We keep our stages in the same livery up in Longview. He could have gone down there last night or early this morning and filed this pin and then come back. Ordinarily, I'd say you were too suspicious, but uh, knowing how much bad feeling there is between you and Jessup, you may be right. I know I'm right. And what's more, I'm going to take Wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't do anything you regret. Don't worry, Mr. Smith. What I'm going to do will be a pleasure. Oh, Bob, you are... I knew you were a sneaking low-down buzzard, but I didn't think you'd try to kill me. You talking to me, baby? I'm talking to the murdering skunk who filed a cotterpin in the rear axle of my coach. That's the reason we lost the wheel, Alice. Our friend, Bob Jessup. Oh, no. It couldn't What's be... What's this? 
What are you talking about? Maybe he lost a wheel off his coach back trail away. That's the reason Glenn drove so close to that gravel bank, Bob. I thought you understood. He understood plenty. He tried to kill both of us. It was a good way to keep me from getting a mail card. Oh, that's a lie. It's the truth. This cotter pin filed through is proof of it. Well, you're packing a gun, Jessup. You'd better start drawing, because I'm... Sure, I'll draw. No, no, no. We're no. stopping him now, Miss Adams. Get back. Get out of the way. Nobody accuses me of murder without... Stop those guns, both of you. What the... Man, snap off. Oh. You're not hurt. The bullet just knocked your gun down. What the... And you'd better drop yours, too. I... Yeah, I... All right. It's a hold up. No, it isn't. All I'm trying to do is prevent a gunfight and a possible killing. But, but where did you come from? To the back door. I'll ask the questions. What's this all about? Well, he tried to wreck my coach and kill me. Filed a pin off my rear axle. I lost a wheel. I didn't and... touch that rattle trap concord of yours. Well, somebody touched it. Last night in Longview. You had the opportunity and plenty of reason That's because... That's a of... lie. Who owns the other coach that's outside? The one with four wheels. I do. And you're on your way to Mesquite? That's right. Any passengers? None so far. I thought perhaps this young lady might be going Why, to... Why, yes, Mes- I, I am on my way to Mesquite, but... Well, I rode from Longview with Glenn Beebe, and I Have you any I... objections to changing coaches here at Half Point? No, of course not. Good. But the... Then I'm sure this gentleman is ready to start. Aren't you? Uh, sure. I don't know who you are, stranger, why you're mixing in here. Alice wants to ride into Mesquite in my coach. It's all right with me. But I don't understand well, neither why... neither do I. A local critter like Beebe and masked outlaws is enough reason to get out of here. Well, let's go, Alice. What? Will I see you in Mesquite, Glenn? Sure. I'll be there sometime today. I can drive better on three wheels than Jessup can on four. How much longer do we have to stand here looking down the barrel of your gun? The necessity is past now, I'll holster it. All I wanted to do was stop what might have been a murder. Well, how could you... Shut up, baby. The old hood horned in here where he wasn't wanted. As long as he's got his hand in leather, I'm going to... You, Tom! Yeah, Ken? Have you got this mask in the cupboard? Sure. He's right under my sight. Good. Now, listen, stranger. You better hide those claws yours pronto, or I'll give you Todd a word to start blasting. Telling a man to point a gun at my back was a mistake. Yeah? Bad mistake. Get your hands I up. might have a friend, too, waiting outside. We'll settle that with lead. Let him have you talk. Remember, I warned you. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
continue our story. Although the masked man had holstered his gun, he met the onslaught of flying lead with a lightning-like movement. He dropped into a crouch and swerved on one foot. His hands moved to twin holsters in a blur of speed, and a fraction of a second later, his own guns were spitting flame and lead. Oh, my arm! There. I'm sure your friend will think twice before he tries to backshoot another man. Give us something. You have to... No, Tato. Everything's all right now. All that. Never in my life have I seen shooting like that. Sorry that it was necessary. My friend and I stopped here to return your coach wheel. I didn't expect coach to Coach wheel? From my coach? I'm reasonably sure it's the one lost from your coach. We found it below the main trail about three miles back. Well, I'll be We intended to help you put it back on the coach. I see there's enough manpower here to manage that without us. Well, I... You'll find the wheel lying outside. Come on, Tato. Uh-huh. Smith, did you ever see... I've never seen anything like that before. Utah! That buzzard got in a lucky shot. Filled me in the arm. Made me drop my gun Utah! How do you happen to be here? On my way to Mesquite. I was out in the kitchen fixing myself some grub. That's why uniform, B.B. As long as you stage drivers around here, you might as well help out when an outlaw moves in. But that man wasn't an outlaw. He couldn't be. Said he and the Indian found my coach wheel and brought it up here. I'm going outside and see. Where in tarnation did that masquerade come from? How do I know? You know as much as I do. I know a lot more. One of his slugs creased my arm. Forget that. As far as I'm concerned, all he did was cross up our plans. I fixed the kid's stagecoach last night in Longview. Didn't he figure Jessup was behind it? Sure. Everything was going fine until that critter with a mask walked in. It don't make sense. Who is he? Uh, just a freebooter, leg is not. Uh, well, now what? What's that? Help B.B. put that wheel back in his coach. Then I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> took less than 30 minutes for Utah to help Glenn Beebe replace the wheel on his coach. In the meantime, the Lone Ranger and Tonto had ridden toward the town of Mesquite. To gain time, they had followed a back trail instead of the main routes. Consequently, the masked man depended upon his Indian friend's natural sense of direction when they reined up their horses. Oh, hold on, hold on, How far away from Mesquite, Tonto? A town, plenty close by. Good, send a big fellow. We'll make camp here and wait till it gets dark. Uh, and we go into town? Yes, Kimasabi. But I want to be sure no one sees us. Kimasabi. Yes? Are you not talk. Me savvy. Not savvy. Why gunfight? Half point station. I didn't understand it either, Tonto. First. Now I've got a hunch that may or may not be right. And what that? I know that Utah, the man who tried to kill me, been driving a stage and carrying mail between Longview and Mesquite for several years. Ah. Uh-huh. I've also heard that the government is looking for another stage line to carry the mail, because Utah has proved to be unreliable. Ah. Evidently, both of those young fellows we saw at half point are trying to get the government mail contract, each one for himself. He's still not savvy. Why? Well, the best way to eliminate them as competition would be to cause them to fight each other. Oh. And Utah fella do that? He might. He's the one who has everything to gain if they were out of the way. I don't think Utah is smart enough to work out something like that. You mean other fellow, that own wave station? That's right. 
We have no proof. All we can do is keep our eyes open and wait. It was just after supper a few hours later in a small restaurant on the main street of Mesquite. Alice Adams was still doing her best to soothe and placate two very angry young men. That was an excellent dinner. Didn't you think so, Glenn? Yeah, I guess so. And what do you think, Bob? Yeah, the food around here is a lot better than some of the varmints you have to eat with. Meaning me, I suppose. You're supposing right smart tonight, Mr. Beebe. <coughs> Why, you no good murderer. I've taken that for about as long as I'm going to take No, it. Bob, Glenn, please. You both embarrassed me enough with your loud talking and growling. Please don't make it worse by fighting here in the rest. That's right, Alice. I'm sorry, I... I mean, well, don't we... include me in your apologizing. None of this is my fault. You started it. You're forgetting about filing that carter pin trying to wreck my coat. That's a lie. I've got the proof. What's more, I'll Glenn, show it. If you start a fight in here, I'll, I'll never speak to you again. I'm sorry. Well, I... What do you expect, Alice? I'm a yellow critter like him. <laughs> i got to get out of here before I take a skunk apart. Oh, Glenn, you're so... Oh, don't worry, Alice. He's not worth... Oh, you fools. Both of you are such blind, stupid... Bob, you didn't try to wreck Glenn's coach, did you? No, I told him that a thousand times. So blame stubborn, he won't... You're both stubborn. One of you is just as bad as the other. How can you say that? All I did was just... Fly up. Draw your gun and start to shoot. What well, he'd do first. If it hadn't have been for that outlaw busting in at half point this afternoon, I'd have to shoot oh, him. Oh, well, I... I guess there's no use in talking about it anymore. In the meantime, the Lone Ranger and Tonto reined their horses to a halt on a dark street back of the stage line livery stable in Mesquite. Oh, Leave the horses here, Tonto. They won't be seen. Ah. What do we do now, Kimasabi? I want to look at that coach again. The one from which the wheel fell off. Ah. Kimasabi. Yes. Me see, fella. Go inside door stable just now. You see him? Yes. He was carrying a bucket. Might be one of the livery boys going in to feed the stock. There was something familiar about him that I... We're going to follow him. Come on. seated at a table in the hotel dining room, Alice Adams was doing her best to make Bob Jessup see his quarrel with Glenn Beebe in the light of common sense. It was a difficult job because Bob was as adamant and stubborn as Glenn. Finally, she reached the conclusion that further talk and argument was useless. There's no use arguing about it, Bob. Both you and Glenn are... What's that? I don't know. It sounded like somebody hollering. Fire. That's what they're shouting. Fire! 
They're my coach, my team, they're in there. So are Glenn. Come on. They started a bucket brigade. I'll get over there and help. So will I. Fire, what happened? Fire. Let's pitch in with those buckets. He gave us a slip, Tuttle. He started that fire before he got away. Uh, table burned plenty fast. Too fast, I'm afraid. For those people to save it from... Wait a minute. Let the horses, Tuttle, hurry. And I'll you... explain it later. Hurry. Uh-huh. Most of the horses are safe. Thank heaven for that. Yeah, but a couple of fine stagecoaches are going up in smoke. Oh, if there was only some way to... Look. Riding up there at the back of the stable. Why, it's... It's that mask outlaw who was at half point this afternoon. And the redskin. What are they doing? It looks to me like they're trying to rope the side of the barn. Oh, yeah, they're throwing the ropes up on the top of the stuff. I know. They're pulling down the back of the stable. The main part of the fire hasn't reached them. You're yet. right. And they're doing it. You mean they've done it? See, that's where our coaches are at the back of the stable. Come on. Bring your rope, Puddle. We'll pull it out. That's it. I'll try to catch the other side. They, they actually did it. Threw lassos onto the shafts of your coach, Glenn, and... They're saving my coach. Yeah. Here it comes and it hasn't been burned a bit. Yeah. All the horses out of the stable and one coach saved. That isn't bad. It was wonderful. Look, the masked man is dismounting. He's coming over here. I wonder how the fire started. I think I can answer that question. It'll be the answer to who wrecked your coach, too. Well, what do you mean? I've just spotted both of them. I'm standing right over there at the edge of the crowd. Who? Utah and the man who owns Half Point Station. Kennison Smith. You get the sheriff. I'll take care of those Sure. Two. All right, Utah, Kennison Smith. You were seen when you started this fire. So walk over here and walk with your hands up. What's your... It's a bastard again. Blast him, Utah. Yeah, I'll get him. That's better. Keep your eye on them, Glenn. When the sheriff gets here, turn them over to him. I'll do it. Good. And tell him that a few questions will prove that one of these men, maybe both of them, is responsible for your attempted murder this afternoon. Gee, Adios. Come on, fellow. Uh, I've got the sheriff. He's going to... Hey, where'd that masked man go? He and the Indian are walking away. See? I guess there's no use in trying to stop him. See, Glenn, you know that's your coach you saved from the fire. Yeah. Guess you win the government mail contract, hands down. Only one coach and two drivers. Why not go into partnership? And you'll both win the contract. What? Why, sure. The BB and Jessup stage line. What do you say, Bob? <laughs> Suits me. If you can ever forget about... Well, you're the one who has to forget, Bob. Forget some of those things I said today. They're all forgotten, partner. Shake. <laughs> now, I I guess thanks to the mass men, that settles that. All we got to settle now is Alice. What do you mean? Well, you can't marry both of us. <laughs> That's true. But I can take an awful long time making up my mind. <laughs>
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. Thank <laughs> you.